and welcome to the Twisted Stitches podcast. We're your hosts, Twee and Kimberly, and today we're recording on Friday, April 3rd, 2015. Pretty good. Yes. Um, today's Good Friday. Today is Good Friday. And I actually got out of work early, which I didn't Woo-hoo. expect. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. exciting. You didn't have work at all. Oh, I so did not have work today. That's pretty awesome. It was great. I had, I didn't, um, I went and visited a friend all day mm-hmm. and like hung out and watched TV. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that was like really cool. Awesome. <laughs> like I never do that, yeah. so that was really cool. <laughs> Um, I missed you last weekend. I am, yes. Had, I missed um, you last weekend. We had a fun sad. time at the uh, LA Yarn Crawl and you were not there. I know, it was really sad, right? Because I knew you guys were doing it. So Muffin had a um, half yeah. Ironman in Oceanside, California. They did really well, but I was down there for that because we don't live near Oceanside, California. No, yeah. uh, so I was just basically on my phone during the times when he wasn't um, passing or yeah. at my spectator area, mm-hmm. and yeah, looking at all the pretty pictures you were taking. I was trying. I was trying to be a good um, podcaster and, and tried to take some pictures. It was very good. It made me slightly sad though, because yeah. I, I what I did, yeah, because I really did wanna wanna go, wanna go and experience. And I know you and our friend Althea yeah. was there, and we had a good time. Yeah, it looked know. great. We'll talk about that later when we uh, talk about events so. <laughs> and, and retail therapy. And, yeah, and retail therapy. <laughs> Ooh, there's been a lot. Ooh. So, yeah. Um, let's get into it. Whip it. What are you working on? Whip it. So, I am still working on the baby blanket, mm-hmm. which um, I'm proud to announce that I am done with the second ball of yarn. Yay! And I'm on to the third ball, and I'm maybe halfway through the third ball. Right. So, I am and third right ball's your stretch. last ball. Third ball is the last ball. Okay. So, I'm in the home stretch. I'm hoping okay. to finish it before the next podcast. Yeah, it's in your lap right now. It's pretty big. It's pretty big. Yeah. I'm excited. Did I tell you I, I saw her for... Um, for lunch one day. Oh, the friend that says it's supposed to go to Yeah, so the baby's now one years old. Yes. And I saw her, and I was like, no, really, I have a baby for your baby. It's coming. It's coming. I love both of your babies equally. Yeah, this is the second baby, and I gave the first baby a baby blanket well before he was born, right. and now I'm I'm just late because the, the yarn is sport weight, and I thought I would whip it up a lot faster, uh, so... But she she's so sweet. No, she believes good. me, you know. She's yeah. like, oh, that's so sweet. Like, I, I, I do know. feel like sometimes as knitters, if you give gifts, um, you're kind of, like, always trying to get people to believe things like that, you know? I'm yeah. always telling my mom, no, no, it's coming. One day you will get this. Or, you know, like, you know, your Christmas present is three months late, but I'm working on it. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, things just just come up and you know, prettier things come along or more exciting things and I put things down. But I do feel as knitters, I, you know, as a knitter, I'm always trying to sort of convince people of that. No, no, it's no, real. It exists. It's happening. <laughs> I promise. Yeah. So that's, that's been happening. That's good. But yeah. And, and did you, uh, I did post a picture on um, our podcast Instagram account of you at the beach. You sent it to me. Yes. Knitting at the beach. But you said you didn't get to knit actually that much. I didn't. And I was sad about that. So yeah. what had happened was that I had just sat down. We, if you're if you're involved in a half Ironman, there's an app, a tracking app, for your participant. So I could track so, Muffin yeah, in the various you're, stages. Yeah, because you wanted to know when he was going to pass by, so you could exactly. take pictures. Exactly, exactly. Because there's certain areas. So if you don't know what a um, half Ironman is, a half Ironman is like um, a shorter distance than a full Ironman. So it's swim, bike, run. You do that for so many miles. So a half Ironman is seventy. Point. Oh, I don't know. Two? Okay. I think. Um, and what happens is that you can track by bid number. So right, right. Muffin has, like, a little tracker in him, and, you know, they keep, so he well, can track on time. Him, on him. him. Yeah. <laughs> on him, and it, he can track time. And um, so what happens is that every time he passes over, you know, the tracking device, it should update the app. Well, for some reason, the app was really slow, and so mm-hmm. I it still said he was on the bike portion. Mm-hmm. So not anywhere near you. Not anywhere near me because I was waiting for him on the run on the half um, on the half marathon yeah. run. Area. That run is thirteen point one miles. Yes. Um, so I'm waiting for him there, and so I you know 
get your knitting out. Yeah. yeah. And I get my knitting out and I take a picture. I'm all excited because I'm like, oh, this is, because up until then I'm kind of like going, I'm walking, I'm moving because I see him at the swim and then I see him get out of the swim and I see him get on the bike. So, you know, there's a lot of waiting involved. So I finally get a chance. I'm like, oh, this is great. I'm going to knit a little bit. I'm going to read. And then once he, once he starts on the bike, because I'm, uh, I'm sorry, on the run, I'll get up and I'll stand at the corner and try to look for him because I have my camera and, um, you know, he's, it, it, it kind of takes him a while because I'm like around mile three, I think, on the run, right? Right. And then as soon as I take the picture and send it to your tweet, I look up and I see him running, running towards, you. towards me. And I think, oh no, like what just happened? And it's because the app hadn't updated it in time. Right. So I, t- I take this poor knitting and like shove it in my bag and, and like, stuff everything yeah. in and try to grab the camera. And I don't, I don't make it. I don't make it that first time. It's a loop, this, right. this track. So luckily I see him again later on. The next loop. But I actually scream out to him, and he looks, he's like looking around, he looks at me and he's still running and then he gives me a little, a tiny little wave and he continues on. Aww. But I was so sad because then I, because I knew he had to loop around. So of right. course, like if the app's not working, right. I don't know how long it'll take him. Well, then you were just paranoid. You were going to miss him. So totally paranoid. So then I get up so and I just stand by the away. side. Yeah. And I put my knitting away, mm-hmm. but I did knit a lot at night, like in the hotel room. Okay. And then, um, so there was, there was some, oh, and I knit a lot in the car. Okay. I had to drive down. So. Right. I, I did knit a little bit, okay. but yeah, I was disappointed. I was I thought you were going to yeah. I thought you were going to sit on the beach and like knit for like three hours. Well, to me, that's what I thought too. <laughs> <laughs> so what oh wow, that's a bummer. But yeah, so anyway, that was my that was my little event. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, well, good. Are you working on anything else? I am. I'm working on um, a woolly wormhead wormhead hat. Okay. Called dark. Yes, with two K's. Two K D A R K K E. Yes, you. I think you would cue that. Uh, maybe I don't know an episode or two ago. Yes, and okay. So here's what's funny. Um, I cast on, mm-hmm. and it asked for a, a different kind of cast on, like not a normal cast on. Mm-hmm. It's like a pro- provisional, provisional okay. cast on, and it took me forever. Oh. It took me like 15 minutes to cast on <laughs> and it's because I didn't know how to do it so I was watching a YouTube video and then once you do it um I don't know if you know how to do it but it it requires which like one did you do a bit of tension on the left hand to like did you do like a crochet provisional or a different one no a different one okay yeah so I like finally cast on and then I realized that I was going to make the smaller Size. This is like a really strange story. Yeah I was gonna make the smaller size because I always make hats and they're too big yeah so I was gonna make the smaller size and then I realized that I'm on circular needles. Right. And the smaller size, for whatever reason... Didn't fit? Didn't fit on my circular needles. I couldn't attach. I couldn't you, join oh, them. Oh, wow. That's weird. Yeah. And I I'm feel like sure. I use 16 inches for everything for an adult, and it's always fine. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It only required 84. Yeah, 80 is yeah, pretty normal for a But for away. some reason, it would not... It and maybe not long enough to, to join. Yeah. That's so weird. Maybe so your needle was too long? It might have been. Huh. It that's so been. weird. Okay. Something happened. So I was just so fret. You know, I had, like, taken 15 minutes to, like, cast on in this yeah. area. Uh-huh. I was like, ah. So I, I just kind of put it down, and then I forgot about it for, like, a week. And then I'm looking at it, and I'm going, oh, I should, like, pick that up. So I pick it up, and then I'm like, oh, no, it doesn't work. So I pull the whole thing out. Right. And basically I've decided that, and this has happened before, if you tell me to do a weird cast on, mm-hmm. it really has to be, like, worth it like it has to be but what's the reason for the provisional cast on what are you doing i think because it, because what it does is it creates a knit row right right Instead of like a, wait, it creates like the first row is knit so but when you do a long tail cast on it is too yeah. provisional is when like later you'll like rip it out so you can like knit in the other direction or bind it off in a weird way oh no that's not what that was Huh, maybe we should read the pattern. Oh, we, read yeah, the it pattern's the in the other, yeah, the pattern. I mean, not right now. <laughs> the pattern's in the other room, but. I mean, we should read it till the end, because there must be a reason for it. But if there isn't, then, I guess. Yeah, no. so, I was sort of like, ah, I'm just going to oh, see. I have normally a, cast I'll, on. I'll talk about it later, but I have a provisional cast on happening right now. Right, yeah. right. And I did a provisional cast on for that. Okay. Um. Yeah, so I don't know. So I just ripped it out, I put on a new cast on. I did a normal cast on okay. for me, and I just started again. And I was did able to change your needles, or? I didn't change my needles, but I went up a hat. I went up a size. Oh, you did. Okay. So instead of eighty-four, I'm doing. I think it's ninety-two or ninety-six. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did you mention what yarn you using? I am using Malabrigo. Mm-hmm. Worsted. Uh, worsted. Okay. I don't remember the color. It's this very pretty yellow green. Oh, you know, I think I looked it up the other day. The last time you uh, 
talked uh, about talked it. Talked about it, and I think it's Mariposa. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That is right. Because <laughs> I have that color away at home, so I did a little digging in uh, oh, Ravelry, yeah. and I was like, I know this color. It's so pretty. Yeah, it's kind of a weird, like, seafoam green with, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, limey yellow. Yeah. Yeah, and gray. It, it, you don't think it's going to be as pretty as it actually is. Yeah. But it's actually really pretty. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So I'm working on that. Okay. And I think that's it. Uh, awesome. So what am I working on? I am also working on a baby blanket Yay. for my nephew. For a different baby. Yes, for a different baby. There's so many babies. I know. There are so many babies. Um, this one is the Crested Wave Blanket, and that's in the Hobby Lobby I Love This Cotton. Oh, nice. Um... I mean, I haven't, I think I've, I think I finished the first ball. I have three, which I actually don't think will be enough. I might need another need ball. More. Yeah, because I finished one ball and it's still, you know, you can gauge, you know, if you have three, like how many three will make after you do one, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't think it'll be um, long enough. Long enough, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, there's a Hobby Lobby near us, so I'll just probably wait and finish the third ball and see what it looks like, but I have a feeling I'll need at least another ball. Right. So, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know when I'm going to finish that. I mean, the kid's only, a couple, like, a, a month and a half old, but... You got some time. I feel like I should. It's another thing where, I mean, I made my niece a blanket before she was born for her baby shower, and now my nephew's born and, and nothing's happening, so... No, right, and I told, I told her a friend that, too. I said, no, your child will not suffer from second child syndrome. Right. Okay? Like, I have not forgotten your second child. Yeah. I'm just very slow at this. Yeah. That's why. Urgency. Exactly. So, it's yeah, urgency. I'm working on that still. Um, and I also started my, dun, dun, dun. my Prisoner of Azkaban scarf. Yay, finally! Which I'm working on right now. And This is very exciting because I actually knit a Prisoner of Azkaban scarf. Yes. Years ago. Years ago. Years ago. Yes. Years, years, years ago. And I actually went to Twee for help on it. Did you? Yeah. I don't remember I that. I did. And you helped me pick out my colors. Oh, cool. And everything. Yeah. See, I don't remember this at all. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really happy that she's finally doing it because yeah. now we will have matching scarves. I mean, I've had this pattern. I mean, it's a free pattern. I've had this yarn for ages, like years. And um, it's a Prisoner of Azkaban scarf. That's a, in case you don't know, it's a Harry Potter reference. And it's in the style of the scarves from the third Harry Potter movie, The Prisoner of Azkaban. And the pattern is a free one by Lauren Kent, uh, a.k.a. Atypically Knit. And I'm using Cascade 220 in a burgundy color. I actually don't know the colorway number right now. And the gold is Patton's... Classic wool, old gold, and I forgot to say, I'm making a Gryffindor scarf. Nice. So, yeah, it's fun. I like knitting in long tubes. Like it is fun. It's very relaxing. You know, it's just yeah. Now I know why people like like knitting in. The, I mean, I like knitting in the round before, but I mean, I, I knit that cowl in the round, mm-hmm. the duo tone cowl, and now I'm knitting this in the round. It's just really it's so easy and mindless that I really like it. We should kind of do every house. I feel like. I know I have enough for for the Gryffindor scarf, and I think I have the yarn for a Hufflepuff scarf. Mm. But I don't have uh, the yarn for any of the other houses. I'd like to do a Slytherin and a Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw is silver and blue. If you want to go by movie colors, it's silver and blue. If you want to go by book colors, I think it's actually, like, bronze and blue or something. Right. Okay. So, what would you do? Would you do, like, book or movie? I don't know. I'd have to think about it. But I like silver and blue. I think the I silver and blue actually looks better, but yeah. I kind of want to be book accurate. Yeah, I don't blame you. So, I don't know. It's kind of a toss-up. You'd have to... I think you I think you would know once you found the right yarn. Like, right. once you look at the yarn mm-hmm. that's that and the colors and stuff, you'd probably have a better idea of what idea you like. What, yeah, what yeah. you want to do. Because it is, like, a project. I mean, this thing is knit in a tube. It's, it's a, a lot tube of knitting. It's a tube, and it's, like, six feet long or something, and then there's fringe. It's, like, gonna be... It's a lot of knitting. It's a lot of knitting. And it's a crazy warm scarf, then. Yeah. Kimberly wears it sometimes, and it looks really hot. I do. And we live in Southern California. Oh, uh, yeah. We live in Southern California. Yeah. It's, like, 92 degrees. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll wear it anyway. <clears throat> I know. Oh. We have a lot of Harry Potter... Like events we could go to, we and Harry Potter. Harry Potter World is opening in Universal City next year, right? Yeah, is it next so. year, twenty sixteen? Yeah, or is I think it so? Okay, I thought it was twenty sixteen because that'll be awesome. That's really close to us. That's like happening. Yeah, that's yeah. happening. That's so. Happening so much. <laughs> so I've been knitting <laughs> in that scarf, 
And I actually pulled out again, let me find it, my Zigzagular Socks. Yay! Um, that's by patterned by Susie White of the Prairie Girls Knit and Spin podcast. And that's in my crazy neon rainbow Floromania socks. Oh, uh, Floromania yarn. And I had kind of stalled on the heel because... Like, the heel takes thinking, whereas, like, going round and round didn't. So whenever I get to the heel, I just, it just took me a while to just, I'm like, I'm just going to do it. And it took, like, a night. So I finally got past the heel, and now I'm knitting the foot. Nice. It looks nice. Yeah. So, um, I probably have a few more inches, a couple more inches to go before I can start the toe decreases. And then I can close it up, and I'll have one sock. <laughs> one sock. So I still need to do another sock, but, um, yeah. It looks like Sherbert. Uh, it does, it does. It's super bright, and the pattern's really fun, so uh, definitely uh, a fun one, but I, I tend to do it at home just because I don't like, I use double points, and I just don't like just always carrying around like those tiny little needles, I'm just afraid I'm gonna like, yeah. lose one or something, you yeah. know? So, yeah, that's my at-home knitting right now. Coming from someone who loses everything, <laughs> I totally understand. The last thing I'm working on, and I didn't bring it, uh, but I started another baby swirl hat. I made one uh, a couple of like podcasts ago, and that's a pattern by Mandy Harrington, and that's a free pattern that's more like a looks like it has a spiral pattern. Yeah, and I, that. I just like it. It's really easy to memorize, and it's cute, and uses fingering weight yarn. So I'm just using some unknown sock scraps um yeah I don't know what the, the scraps are because a, a few years ago someone sent me a box of just sock yarn scraps oh, for me to use in things because she was giving them away and so I'm just using some of that I have no idea what it is it kind of looks like it could be like a regia or an opal sock mm-hmm. yarn but I'm not really not sure it's like pink and blue and it's cute that's actually almost done I was gonna try to finish it before we podcast but I just didn't have time but it's almost done and that's Probably going to be for our friend who just had a girl. I made that other hat, the same pattern, but it's kind of crazy colors, and I don't know. I just thought maybe that friend might think it looked too masculine, even though I personally think kids can wear whatever they want. Whatever color, yeah. But you know when you give people stuff, some people still have sort of some of those ideas about colors or, you know? I didn't want her to be like, oh, these are kind of strange colors. Yeah. So this one, yeah, the one I'm working on now is a little more traditional. It has pink in it and blue. So, yeah, I'm working on that. Awesome. Cool. I I sadly do not have, I do not have any faux show. (laughs) You don't have any faux show? I have one finished object. Faux show. (laughs) Am I saying that right? Just like faux. Faux. Yeah. (laughs) You can never say it. Faux show. Yeah, you're making a faux, like, two syllables. Faux. Yes. <laughs> there you go. You can do it. You can do it. So I have one finished object, Yay. and I actually didn't bring it, but... What? I know. I think I took it out to take pictures of it That's and sad. left it at home. I want to see it. I know. You'll see pictures of it. What up with that? Uh, the finished object is my sock head hat. <clears throat> that was in the Knit Picks uh, Montevia colorway of the Hawthorne yarn. That's fingering weight yarn, and I use circular 16-inch, and I'm pretty sure it was size US 1s. Nice. And I finished that. I didn't make it quite as long as the pattern called for. I think the pattern makes you, or makes you, tells you to knit 9 inches before you start the decreases, which was kind of a lot. So I think I did maybe seven. Mm-hmm. And it's not super slouchy, but still kind of slouchy. And it fits pretty well in my head. I don't have a huge head, so, uh, you know, I, I usually don't knit large hats. It's kind of a really slouchy hat. But I think it looks okay. I think if I had more hair, it'd probably be a little better. But yeah, but it's cool. It's nice. And uh, I'm glad I finished it. I used a little more than half a skein of yarn, so I still have actually a good amount left. Yeah, cool. Yeah. But that's the only finished object I have, so. That's pretty good. I (laughs) I don't have any, so. (laughs) I haven't had any in a really long time. I'm kind of in that mode, which happens with me, where I am working on a 
a lot of things at once, but only yeah. did a little bit on each of them. Yeah. So I won't finish anything for a while, but when I do, I'll finish five things at, at once. once. Yeah. Right. I'm kind of like that because I'm, I'm not a monogamous knitter at all, so... <clears throat> Yeah, then I have no excuse. Because you are a <laughs> Funny. Just very slow. All right. Next segment. Next segment. Uh, we're going to talk about events. Oh, events. Events. I want to recap a little bit the LA Yarn Crawl. Uh, I'm sorry if you aren't interested in recappy type things, but uh, I like them, so. Yeah, especially if maybe maybe some of our listeners went. Were. Yeah participated yeah. or they want to start one in their in area their town, yeah. which was awesome would be awesome yeah so the LA Yarn Crawl ran from last Thursday to Sunday I didn't really do any calling till the weekend though because you know work and stuff but people Ugh. are people are hardcore Ugh, work work yeah people were hardcore and um I know there were some people who went to all the stores which was I think like over 20 yeah, and these stores are not next to each other. Let's no, it, we're in LA. We're things in Los Angeles. Are spread out. Yeah, there's quite a lot of. First of all, there's a lot of traffic, but things are really, really spread out. So you you could be driving for like an hour and a half to a yarn store. Yes, easy. So, so but I love it. I love that these people are dedicated and they make like an event of it. Yeah, it's so, great. So it's fun, and um, you weren't there, but um, my friend and our friend. Althea came along with me. She was kind of up for a yarn Hi, adventure. Althea. Hi, Althea. She's listening, I'm sure. I'm sure she is. She was up for a yarn adventure, so our first stop was Unwind in Burbank. Yay! Yay! Uh, that's our local yarn store. It's the closest one to me. And they had a ton of stuff going on. It was really cool. They um, had yarn from white pigments and a really cool white cowl kit. I was actually really good and didn't buy any yarn there. I bought something else, but I did not buy any yarn. And then we went to the Altered Stitch in Valley Village, which isn't too far. And they had a bunch of uh, fun things. They were doing some sort of indie showcasing uh, over the weekend, and I got to meet Joyce from The Flying Kettle. Nice. She's really sweet. I think she lives in Georgia. And Ooh. she came out for this, and it was really cool. That's really cool. To see her colorways in person. They're they're really beautiful. If you follow me on Instagram or the podcast, you will see some of the stuff that um, I saw and I bought. She was super sweet, and I bought some yarn there. <laughs> Not a surprise. And then we actually made the long trek to make one yarn company. That's the yarn company I talked about a few podcasts ago that just opened up in Laverne, California. That's actually pretty far from us. It's about 35 or 40 miles, so it took us a good hour to get there. And they weren't officially on the yarn call because they couldn't sign up in time, you know, when they opened to, you know, qualify for it. But it was their grand opening weekend, and they had a ton of stuff. Uh, Heather Walpole from UU Yarns was there. Nice. And SoCal Megan. It's I don't know Megan's last name, but she's a designer too. And she actually lives, I think, in Oceanside. We were talking. Oh, that's funny. And she said, well, we drove up just for this um, from Oceanside. And <laughs> like, my friend drove down. And I was saying, that's so funny because my uh, yeah friend went down there and couldn't <laughs> crawl with me today because she's in Oceanside. Because she's in Oceanside stuffing knitting into her bag frantically as yeah, her husband she runs down the, like, yeah. <laughs> with the camera. And she thought that was funny. She was like, oh, yeah, we saw them, you know, like all the yeah, people. It's a big thing. Yeah. Like, Oceanside, yeah. So that was really cool, and I was pretty good there. I tried to buy something from every store I went to, but I tried not to buy too much yarn unless I, I really wanted no, the yarn. No, I think that's a good plan, because the yarn, they're so it's so overwhelming, all the yarn. I mean, let's face it, we could all just buy yarn. All day, all, all the day. Time. Yeah, yeah, if you have no <clears throat> kind of budget. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it's good to kind of pace yourself, because it is over 20 stores, and you never know what you're going to find at the next store. I mean, it is True. like a... It's like a feeding frenzy. It's a feeding frenzy, but it is. lots of people are buying yarn. I ended great. up buying uh, some notions and things, so that was cool. And then there's one more store actually sort of out in that area, which I had never heard of, but we weren't too far. It's in Glendora, and it's called The Pearl Side. Huh. Yeah, I'd never heard of it, and I went, and it's cute. It's small. I didn't buy any yarn there, but Althea did. But the good thing is we we decided to go into Glendora because we figured we'd go to try and find <gasps> Donut Man anyway. Donut Man! Yes. And on the way to the Pearl side, 
we, you know, I was like, well, I hope Donut Man is near here. But uh, literally while we were driving down the street to find the Pearl side, we saw Donut Man. Nice. It was a sign. It was a sign. It was a sign. You must eat donuts. Exactly. So after getting our yarn and things from the Pearl side, we went to Donut Man and there was basically no line and they had strawberry donuts. They do. They do. They have them right now. They do. They do. I had one. We have to, we have to go tonight. <laughs> so they, yeah, we talked about them in the last podcast, but they have fantastic donuts. And if you're in the area, go to Donut Man. Yeah. And so that was Saturday. Nice. Uh, I thought that was the end of my yarn crawling. We dropped off our passports uh, to unwind that evening. But then the next day, I was coming over to feed your bunnies. Bunnies! And I decided to check out a couple of the local yarn stores. There's one right down the street. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't go there. that one. Yeah. Yeah. But I went to a couple other ones sort of in this area. Nice. And the first one I went to was Zoe's Knit Studio, which is in Tarzana. Mm. It's actually really cute. I don't know how long it's been there. Yeah, I don't remember visiting that. Yeah, it's cute. They had Mantage and all kinds of stuff. And they had a Slip Stitch Studios trunk show. And that's a Southern California um, bag maker. They sell all over the place. They sell wholesale to people, but they do a lot of shows out here, and a lot of the shops out here carry their stuff. So that was really cool. And then I went to London to Parisian. In Studio City, which I haven't been to in years. Yeah. They're not super close to me, and they're just not my... They don't carry a bunch of stuff I like, so I don't often go there, but it's close. Mm -hmm. So I stopped by for a few minutes and looked around. Was it busy? There were people there. Yeah, that was the Sunday, so I think it was a little slower. I think people hadn't, like, woken up yet. Yeah. Because I went kind of early. It's nice to go then, though, because that parking lot's really small. That parking lot sucks. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. So, and it's like one way. Yeah, it's one, one way. Yeah, yeah it's way. one way. You're it's right. Not, it's on Ventura. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. hard. So that was cool, and yeah, I didn't buy anything, but um, I looked around a little, and it was cool. And that was that was kind of the end of my, my yarn crawl, but that's actually way more class, um, classes, maybe way more shops than I usually go to. Because I, I usually go to a couple shops. So. Yeah. Yeah, so it was really fun. I'm sad I missed you. I mean, you weren't there. It was sad, but... I'm really sad. But we shopped for you. In spirit. <laughs> Good. One of them. I just found out that Unwind in Burbank is having a Yarn on the House trunk show. That's really great. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but I talked about them during my Stitches recap. Yes. Because they had a really popular booth. The yarns were... I think you would love the palette. They're very, like, neutral colored, mm-hmm. which I think you you are a fan of. I usually. do like There's yarns super squishy, but their stuff was going <laughs> do like... Do you have gray? Yeah. Do you have white? <laughs> I mean, they have, like, four different shades of gray. Yeah, that's perfect. You know what I mean? <gasps> do they have 50 shades of gray? No, they do not have 50 <laughs> shades of gray. Thank goodness. You knew I was going to cut that. That's like setting up for me to ask about no. But uh, they're, they were, they're going to come for Vogue Knitting Live, which is in a couple weeks. But Unwind booked them for a trunk show That's the great. day before Vogue Knitting Live starts, which is fantastic because you kind of get first crack at yeah. their yarns. That's nice. And they were so fast at stitches. I was a little worried about if I would be able to get kind of what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, even at Vogue Knitting Live. And so I'm really excited. So they ha- that's on um, April 16th, 2015. That's a Thursday night, I believe, yeah. And Vogue Knitting starts on Friday. And you can buy a ticket online for $10. I think it's basically to sort of hold your place in, I think it's going to be a yarn tasting. Mm-hmm. And then that $10 can be applied towards your purchase. Nice. So if you go to the Unwind Yarn website and look under events, you can buy a ticket for that. And I bought my ticket. Awesome. And I'm really excited about that. I'm excited for you. <laughs> I am. You I wish I could go. Oh, yeah, you'll be working, huh? Yeah, I think I think that's 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 a very long commute. That's like an on a Thursday night. Yeah. That'd be way too long to get to Burbank. Yeah. 
I mean, I live in Burbank, so I have to come. You have to go there. I have to go Well, there. I'm farther west than you, too. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Anyway, sorry. L.A. talk. We talk about driving a lot. Yeah. Driving rules, <laughs> rules us. Yes. And then, of course, the next event after that will be Vote Meeting Live. Hooray! Which is April 17th through the 19th. And you signed up for a class. I did. They sent me an email saying that uh, there was a sale on all the Sunday classes. There's a coupon code that gave you 50% off any Sunday class, and since I hadn't signed up for any classes yet, I decided to sign up for one. And I'm going to take the Design a Toy Workshop with Susan B. Anderson. That's great, because I love toys. You do. You do love toys. <laughs> and I love Susan B. Anderson, and I wanted to take one of her classes. She does, she's doing, I think, a couple that day, but this is the one that looked sort of the most interesting to me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I signed up for that. That's Sunday morning. I think it starts at 9. So, are you going to go to, are you looking at any classes on Saturday? I've Pretty looked at sure. them, and I, yeah, I haven't decided. Okay. What about you? I'm just wondering. I'm not sure. I I was looking at classes maybe on Saturday, because Sunday I definitely want to go to Festival of Books. Right. The LA Times Festival of Books is awesome that weekend. Yeah. Why would you schedule knitting and books knitting. in the same weekend? I mean, that's like trying to tear yourself in two. Yes. Or cloning. Exactly. We need to clone ourselves. Like Orphan Black. Or I was thinking of Multiplicity, that Michael Keaton movie from forever ago. I like Orphan Black better. I haven't seen Orphan Black yet. You should watch it. I should watch it, yeah. Okay. So, um, I was thinking about, yeah, maybe looking at classes on Saturday, but I haven't signed up for anything yet. Okay. But are you going to go Saturday anyway? Um, I might, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I'm thinking about just going Saturday. Well, there's a marketplace and yeah, stuff, so exactly. you don't have it's to not that class. far. No, it's yeah. pretty close to us. So I might go do that Saturday, and then maybe go to Festival of Books, too? I don't know. Might be a lot to do in one day. I was thinking that, too. I was thinking of maybe going to Voting Live sort of in the morning, and then leaving, you know, mid-afternoon or lunchtime, and then maybe going to Festival of Books. Yeah. So we'll talk. Okay. Okay. So those are the two next events. We um, hope you can come if you're in the SoCal area. If you happen to see or hear one of us, come say hi. Say hello. Hello. All right. Uh, That's it for events. And now we're on to the lengthy retail therapy. Hello. Hello. I'm so excited. So I actually bought something. Which Kimberly doesn't shop as much as me. So it's... I feel like some triumph when she buys things. <laughs> so triumph. It was triumph. So this, earlier this week, uh, Twee and I are at, on IM, and she's like, I really want to go look at yarn. And I'm this like, is literally the day after the yarn crawl ended. Yeah, this is Monday. This is Monday. And I was like, I really want to go look at yarn, too. Um, but the yarn store we wanted to go to um, was closed Monday, so we went to lunch instead. <laughs> so we thought, oh, you know, we've averted this this lunchtime yarn. Right. No, no. We so just we, postponed it. Right. Because we don't work near where we live, so there's a couple of yarn stores sort of on the other side of town, which makes more sense for, like, a weekday sort of jaunt. Yeah. So this yarn store is called Wild Fiber. We went to Wild Fiber, which is in Santa Monica, California, and mm-hmm. also only six blocks away from where I work. Oh, yeah. It took me still, even though I'm pretty sure it was only about four miles or, or less, it took me... 20 to 30 minutes to drive Yeah, there. at least. I yeah. hate LA. I know. So, it's, but it's really close to Kimberly's work, which is quite dangerous. It is really dangerous. Once I realized how close I am, that's, that's not good. You right, know, that's, that's, not, that's not good. That's like, hey, what are you doing today for lunch? Oh, I have no lunch plans. Oh, let's walk over to Wild Fiber. Okay. Exactly. So, we went there, and they I did some lots, damage. They had lots of pretty things. Oh, they have beautiful stuff. It's a really beautiful store. They've got a beautiful array of Madeline Tosh and... Um, indie dyers. Indie and dyers. And buttons, buttons, buttons. Koi They have Noro. Noro. They have a lot. Sweet Rowan. Georgia. And they have Rowan. They do. Um, yeah, they have a beautiful And they have a really big space, which is nice. It's very pretty and airy, and it's nicely mm-hmm. categorized and decorated and kept. And yeah, they keep things by weight. Yeah. They, they section off their yarn by weight, which is actually kind of awesome. Yeah. So why don't you tell people what you bought? Oh my gosh, I bought some great stuff. So <laughs> I bought, um, I bought three skeins of Madeline Tosh. Yes. Tosh DK. Yes. And the color Beautiful. is Cosmic Wander. Dust. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I've seen that colorway before, so. And it's amazing. It's, it's mostly white with speckles of... Speckles of purple and a bright blue. Orange. And orange and green. It's like confetti. It looks like... It, yeah, do you know what? It reminds me... I, I was driving, actually, and I was thinking about it. It looks like 
frosting with sprinkles in it. Mm-hmm. That's what like it Funfetti. Like. Funfetti frosting. Yes. Um, so I got three skeins of that. Nice. And that I get, that's 225 yards each skein in DK mm-hmm. weight. You got a good amount. I got a pretty good amount, and I actually queued something for it. Okay. Do we have a queued? Yeah, you have queued. What did you queue? So I queued, we'll go back and forth between these two sets. <laughs> this makes more sense. I queued the Rick Rack, Rick Rack Scarf from Pearl Soho. That's they give, that's a free pattern. They're, all the patterns are free. Yeah, it's a free pattern. And it's really pretty. So it's these, um, it's sort of like overlapping kind of stitches that swing left to right or right to left. Does it look like... Look woven almost? Looks almost woven. Okay. Yeah, and I thought that would be a really good pattern mm-hmm. uh, for this kind of yarn to show off the color and the speckling, mm-hmm. but also not to be so variegated that you lose the texture of the pattern. Right. So I'm really excited to start that. So I queued that. Excellent. What else did you purchase? And the other thing that I purchased mm-hmm. was Knitted Wit Worsted Superwash. And it's in the color Enchanted Forest. Yeah, Knitted Wit is cool. We've We've seen it before, but um, I think these are some new colorways by them. What's Enchanted Forest look like? It's gorgeous, so it's super soft. Enchanted (laughs) Forest is um, this really pretty um, dark blue, like electric blue, um, and then like a lighter, whiter, washed out blue with shades Mm -hmm. of green and brown and and orange. Yeah. And it's all kind of um, blended together, so it really does look like an Enchanted Forest. It does. It really does. It looks like you know, you wander out and you're gonna see some mm-hmm. like elves and gnomes and yeah, fairies and. <laughs> did uh, I mean? Looks did gorgeous. you queue anything for that yet, or are you? I didn't it? yet. I'm not sure what I'm gonna do okay. with that yet. And I how mean, many skeins did you buy? I bought four. Okay. I'm pretty sure I just want to hold them and cuddle them mm, for a while. That's good. I buy lots of yarn just to. You just cuddle. Yeah. You just to squeeze. Yeah, I love it. I kind of feel like I should carry one around with me. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't fault you for it. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, can I squeeze your yarn? Maybe yeah. that's weird, unless you're a knitter, but yeah, it's pretty great. So I'm, I'm really proud of myself actually because I bought that, and um, I haven't bought yarn in a really long time. I think we were talking about last time how mm-hmm. I'm like, trying to de-stash. Yes. So, um, but when I saw these, I thought I was really excited about these. So the, you know, the rule is that I have to be really excited. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, as long as you love it. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I really love it. Awesome. How about you? I okay, I've got a lot Uh-oh. of things, so Wait, but I, I'm not gonna I'm gonna try to go through them fast to you. I don't know. I feel like not everyone loves retail. I do. I don't know. I love hearing what people have bought, so I think it's dangerous because then I I hear stuff and I'm like, Oh, it's, oh it's, yeah. I wonder what that looks like. That sounds good. I'm gonna no, go see that. I, I totally do that when I listen to other podcasts. Yeah. So Hopefully I'm enabling some of you right now. We want to be positive enablers. Yes. So the first thing I bought, I'm going to start with the bags. I bought two bags. Clearly I have a bag problem. You have a bag problem. But the first one it's is... Good that you admit it. Yes. Is by Bink Waffle. This is their dumpling bag. And That's super cute. I got this during the crawl at Unwind. It's reversible. And it's one of those bags. It kind of looks, yeah, like a dumpling when you put it together. It's got a little... It's a round scoop. And it has those two handles that are different lengths. One's long and one's short. And the short one has a opening mm-hmm. in the middle of it, and then you can pull the bigger one through it, so then you end up sort of with one handle, yeah. and you can just hang it off of your arm or something like that. Super cute. The fabric is really cool. I was going to ask you, what is it? I don't know. It looks like flames on the outside, sort of. Yeah. It's red and blue and orange, and they look like little teardrops or flames. But the reversible side is pretty awesome, too. It's uh, the same colors, but it's kind of like... I don't even know what kind of a pattern it is, but it's beautiful. There will be pictures of this bag. Yes, and it's um, not too big. I bought the smaller size. This would probably fit a shawl or, you know, a hat or a sock. It's not too big, so I really like it. And then the second bag I bought was a bag by Slip Stitch Studios, and I got that at Zoe's Knit Studio. And they do really cute drawstring bags. And this is a fabric I've been wanting for a while. It's called the Ghoulies. Have you seen this one online? No, it's cute. It's like these really cute little drawn... They're supposed to be little zombies and, like, there's an ambulance. But it's not, like, gory. It's not like my zombie zombie fabric that freaks you out. It's terrifying. Yes. These are, like, <laughs> cute zombies. And it's got... If there is such a thing. thing. Yes. And it has cute polka dots on the inside and a little handle. And I think this is their... Two skein plus size, so it's bigger than their sock size, but it's not as big as um, 
they're like medium project bag size. It's really cute. It's very cute. I don't need another bag, but I'm glad I have it. What are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> so the next thing I bought was two skeins of Spun Right Round. Uh, this is their Squish Decay. I love that it's called Squish. Squish. And this colorway is called Shock Star. And it's also a white base, mm -hmm. but it has these beautiful bright like bright pinks and neon i mean yeah neon shades uh throughout and it's kind of speckled it's pretty nice i mean it's it's i this is like my kind of color like i almost didn't buy it because i was thinking i have colors like this because i like them yeah. but it's so pretty and it's got hot pink in it which is my color like my, my color spirit animal. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know, I think I'm going to make a cowl with this. Some kind of a cowl. Yeah, that sounds nice. Because it's really soft, and it's really pretty, and it will make me happy. Uh-oh, you're going into, like, or I might just yarn leave coma. Yeah, yeah, I might just snuggle with it at night. So See? Nothing wrong with that. See, it's really pretty. And then I have a couple of things from the Flying Kettle, who I met at the Altered Stitch. Pretty. And the first skein I have is their glider two ply which is a fingering weight yarn and this is cabin fever that's funny yeah i don't it's such an unusual color it's like purple and chartreuse yellow and brown and then it's speckled with red reddish rusty yeah rusty red colors yeah i it just reminds i don't know what it reminds me of but it reminds me of like an explosion of sun maybe it's like some sort of, like, craziness. Craziness. Yeah, it's great. But it's a really unusual color. I love... I don't know what her dye process is, but the speckles are really awesome. Have you seen it knit up yet? Uh, I think that this one was... They had a hat in a DK weight knit up in this. Mm -hmm. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what this is going to become. I think it's going to be some kind of a shawl, maybe a hitchhiker or something. Mm -hmm. So, it's very pretty. And then I bought my first ever sock link. If you guys don't know, a sock blank is basically a piece of knitted fabric. It's already been knit, usually on a knitting machine. And then dyers will just dye that. And then you can kind of see how it's going to come out. Like, if you knit to about this gauge, like, your yarn will come out like this. Like, what you see. And people will... It's really popular now to, like, sort of write on them. Oh. But when you knit them, you won't see the writing. But, you, you know, you kind of know what the message was because, you know, it was on there before. Oh. Yeah, and so this is a very speckly, I, I love speckles. Of course. This is a very speckly graffiti type of um So you dye. have to undo it? You just, yeah, you knit from one end. You could, like, undo it and, like, re-skein it, but you basically just, like, Start knit. pulling. You just start pulling and knit straight from it. And it's a little okay. kinky, but then you, like, you know, block it and it's Yeah. Fine. So this is... That is so cool. I've never cool. seen anything like that. It says their glider four ply, which is also a fingering weight yarn, and that's seventy five superwash merino, twenty five nylon. This is a lot of yardage. It has four hundred and sixty three yards in hundred grams, and this colorway is called Crush, which is like a light pink base, and then it has brighter pink, purple, and brown, and little bits of orange. So it's really cool looking, though. I've never knit from a sock leg before, so I'm actually pretty excited. Are you this. gonna write on it? No, no, I mean, like, the dyers will. Oh, The dyers will dye right. a message into it, you know what I mean? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. This one doesn't have a message, it's just dyed, but I feel like I've been seeing a lot of those kinds of uh, colorways lately where people will write a message in it or put a pattern on that's it, awesome. you know? But you don't see it when you knit it, you know what yeah. I mean? So, that's really cool. And that's all I bought from Flying Kettle. Oh, when I went to Make One Yarn Company, I bought a pair of sock blockers. Oh, look at that. <laughs> These are the Bryceman ones. They're stainless steel. I kind of, I've been wanting soft blockers. And I don't think you necessarily need them to mix, you know, to block your socks. But I do think they're kind of good for pictures and, you know. They look a bit big. This is the small size. Really? I think this is for women's size up to size 7. Wow. And I wear a 7, 7.5. And, a half, and mm -hmm. so... I figured I'd get a smaller size versus the bigger size. Yeah. Yeah. But they're cool, and they, they're just stainless steel. They're just, like, sort of like a wire hanger on the outside. I like that better because 
uh, I feel like my ex like, was trying to block them, like the air, you know, the yeah, fact that totally. there's no middle would make them a blanca. I mean, not block, but dry faster. So those are really cool. I'm really excited about that, actually. I've been, I've been looking for some of those. And you found all cool, neat stuff. I know. I was having a lot of fun trying to, like, find unusual different things. So I ordered <laughs> some other stuff online. Oh, look at that. Yeah. I ordered some Regia sock yarn. And this is the design line by Arn and Carlos. And they are, I think, two... I guess popular, maybe Norwegian knitters or a design pair in Europe, and they've made a line with Regia where um, it self-stripes in a way that looks like Fair Isle. Mm-hmm. And these have just came out, but they're sold out almost like everywhere already. So I was trying to like find them all. Um, and I only ordered it, there's six, only six colorways, and I ordered five of them. I was good. I didn't order all of them. One of them was just, looked too similar to one of the other ones, and I was like, no, I'm not going to buy it just to have them yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. So I got five of them, and they're awesome looking, and uh, I can't remember, the colorway names aren't printed on here, but they're all like, they're, the names are like Night Sky, Summer Sky. They're really pretty. Stuff like that, and... I have five of them. There's like a blue one and an orange one and a purple one. So I bought a bunch of these, which uh, will one day become socks. Really I socks. have so much sock yarn. You have a lot of sock yarn, dude. I have a lot of sock yarn. And let's see. The last yarn I bought was with you. Yay! <laughs> I love this one. At Wildfiber Studio. And I also got a skein of Knitted Wit. I bought their Victory Fingering Weight Yarn, which is 100% Superwash Merino, and that's 380 yards. And this colorway is one I've seen uh, on her Instagram before, and it's called Autumn Rainbow, which is a beautiful multicolored um, colorway that has these just beautiful jewel tones, like magenta and like teal blue and yellow, but it also has sort of lips of black mm-hmm. it's like amazing it's darker yeah amazing it's gorgeous <laughs> i love that and i was good i just bought one skein i think i will probably use it with a, maybe a solid skein of something else and make a shawl or something like that yeah okay and the last thing i bought which was not your own quality. see i thought i was being so good <laughs> i bought like four or five six seven skeins and i'm like oh look at me i bought seven skeins of yarn but i went to like six yarn stores yeah, and no. this is what I bought. That's true. You know, true. the last thing I bought, which I bought last week, I suddenly have the urge to go to a yarn see? store. Is I bought the newest book by Amy Herzog called Knitwear Love. Pretty. And I haven't had a chance to look at it, but it's sort of the follow up to Knit to Flatter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a great book. And this just came out, I think, this week. But Barnes and Noble had it out over the weekend, so I picked up a copy with my twenty percent off coupon. Great. So I haven't had a chance to look at this yet, but I'm really excited to. Uh, I love I love reading knitting books and cookbooks. I don't blame you. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, it's so much fun. So that is the end of my extensive retail there. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Pretty so. awesome. Not gonna lie. All right, so now let's go to queued. What have you queued? That was the only thing I que- oh wait I queued the Rick Rack scarf, and then we both actually queued something because knitted. Um, sorry, Wild Fiber was nice enough to give us this pattern from oh, the, yarn the yarn crawl. Yeah. Um, so it's the bunny muff shawl. That's a nice. That's a cute name. Isn't that cute? It's a triangular shawl, and it's really cool looking. It has like lace panels, then it also has this really cool looking geometric stuff going on. I don't even know how you're doing that. Yeah, I'm not sure, but it, it looks really good, so I'm pretty excited about that. That's an, it uses two colors. Mm-hmm. Which is perfect, because I'm sure I have two colors ready for the shawl. Yes. Somewhere. I have a lot. Yeah. Awesome. So I'm going to cue that. Okay. Uh, I guess it's like shawl day, because I queued two shawls. The first one is the Great Divide Shawl by Michelle Brown. And that's a two-color shawl, uh, I think, uh, yeah, sorry. Um, I think people have been using a variegated and, like, a solid, though I've seen it done in two solids, too. And I really want to make it, I'm not sure in what, I have all these really great skeins of variegated yarns, 
but not too many solids. So I want to like sort of dig through my stash and see if I can pair some of my variegated with a solid with a solid yeah. to see if I can get something that would match and look nice together. Yeah. I'm sure I can do it. I have not a ton of solids, but I think I have enough to, to do something. Cool. So and I really like the way that shawl looks. I I've purchased that already. And then the next one is the sale shawl by Lisa hmm, I can't say this last name. Nieneman. And this is part of I think the New Spring collection from Sweet Georgia. Oh, great. It's a really cool-looking shawl. I saw a kit for it, actually, while I was crawling on the weekend, but I, I resisted. Yeah. <laughs> it uses three colors of Sweet Georgia, and, I mean, you could just use any three fingering weight yarns, and I know I have so much fingering weight yarn, and it's very geometric. It's, like, flocks of color. It kind of reminds me sort of in theme to the double echo that we did, and that's another triangular shawl. It's really pretty. The sample they have on her website is pink and red and cream, mm-hmm. which I love, but I don't actually think I have a cream color because I don't buy like light colors like that often. So yeah. I'm going to dig around and see what I have, see if I can put three colors together. Mm-hmm. And I bought that one already, too. That's great. Yeah. Pink, red, and cream. But like the red and pink is definitely I love red and you. Pink. Yeah, yeah. Love red and pink. <laughs> we have a friend who hates red and pink together. Yeah. Every Valentine's Day, she like curses the color like, combo. Why? Why? It's like my favorite. I love it. Which is funny. I actually don't like black and brown together. Oh, I think some people think they don't match. Think they clash. Yeah, I feel like they clash. But hmm. it's funny. So I I understand her pain. Yeah, red and pink. Exactly. But I love it. So I I don't know what I have in my stash, but I'm gonna dig. And I think that's all we have for knitting, right? Do we have yeah, that's else? it. That's it for knitting. That was a lot of um, stuff. That was a lot of stuff. <laughs> so uh, we're going to move on to the non-knitting stuff now, and we hope you stick around. But if you don't, thanks for listening. Will, yeah, we'll talk to you guys in a couple of weeks with more knitting. Yeah, knitting and possibly contest winner. Oh, yes. I forgot. We still have a contest going on in the Ravelry group. I think we're going to wait till the next podcast to pick a winner. And that is for the book Knockout Knits by Laura Nelkin. Yep. And all you have to do is leave a comment with, you know, what pattern you're excited about, what pattern you want to make first. And right now, there's not very many entries. I think there's only like six or seven. So you have a good chance of winning. Yeah. Don't, you know, don't think, oh, I'll never win. You never know, especially with, you know, there aren't too many entries, so. I, I think that all the time when I try to, like, go on Goodreads and I enter a, a giveaway. I enter a giveaway and it's like, you are one of 3,400. <laughs> oh, my God. Never mind. And someone has to win. Someone's got to win, and it could be you. It could so be you. Go so go to the Ravelry page. Yes. Uh, you'll see all the rules on the Ravelry page, and um, good luck. Great. All right. What's next? Reading and watching. Okay. Yay. What are you reading, Kimberly? Okay, so all week I have been trying to finish Unchanged by Jessica Brody. Okay. Which is the third book in this sci-fi trilogy about a, um, I don't want to give too much away, but it's about (laughs) a teenager who is kind of, um, was created in a laboratory. She is somewhat human, but maybe like the next generation of human. Okay. She's perfect. Her senses and her athleticism is intensified, is enhanced, um, and they can play around with her memories. So she wakes up, she's in the middle of the ocean. The first book is called um, Unforgotten. No, Unremembered. Unremembered. That's it. And then the second book is called Unforgotten. Um, And she wakes up in the middle of the ocean, and she has no memory of who she is, why she's there. There was a plane crash, and she's the sole survivor. I remember this. Um, So I really liked books one and two, um, and I like book three. The reason it's taking me so long is just that I've been really busy. So okay. I'm actually hoping to finish it today. So you like it, though? I do like it. Okay. And I like Jessica Brody. If you haven't read Jessica Brody, who's a young adult writer, she writes a lot of contemporary YA, and she's very funny. She's in, she's really fun in person. She's really fun in person, yeah. too, yeah. So I'm a big Jessica Brody fan. Um, so I'm reading... I'm going to try to finish that today. Okay. And then I just started this book. It's, like, kind of silly. Okay. Um, but, but the blurb on the cover is by Deborah Harkness, who... We, we love. love. Yeah, she wrote a Discovery of Witches, and we're we fans of her. So she is a fan of this book called The Raven by Sylvain Reynard. Oh, yes. S-Y-L-V-A-I-N. 
Renard. Renard. Yes. And so I'm only on chapter three. I started it last night. What is it about? And I don't know. <laughs> it's about this this girl. Okay. So, so far, there's this there's this woman who's very very smart, and she's sort of um, physically um, altered. Like she she's a little chubby, and she has like you know maybe not great hair, and she can she has like, like she has a, she's like a normal person. She's a normal person, and she has to walk with a cane because her one foot is slightly turned out, so she has like right. a little bit of problems um and then one night she's attacked by vampires no by by unfortunately humans by drunk humans and yeah and they are it's a very scary scene yeah this is an adult book Mm -hmm. by the way it's a scary scene and this suddenly she wakes up Mm -hmm. and um yeah um all of her all of her everything's gone um like all all of her her problems are gone and her she's like i think thinner and she looks she somehow is prettier and like every like every natural beauty of hers is enhanced right and we're not sure why yet okay um but we do know that there's a prince who is unnamed at the moment is this set in contemporary times it is okay and it's set in italy I think we're in Florence. Okay. I think we're in Florence. And, yeah, so there's this prince, and he heard her crying, and he he thinks that her, of course, her Her blood is just, smells divine, and he goes and tries to to rescue her. I think, yeah, obviously, he's a (laughs) vampire. And, um, yeah, so I don't know what's happening. I'm only on chapter three. But it is quite... Fun. Okay. It's fun. So we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens. But you know, I look at it, I look at it and I'm like, oh, this is really this looks really good. And then I saw like the blurb by Deborah Harkness and I was like, oh well, I have That's to have try to read this. this. Yeah. yeah. So I've gotten it out from the library. Okay. Um, and hopefully I'll finish that this weekend because that's like a fun book to read. Sounds like it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. And that is it for me for reading. How about you? I just finished. Um, a book by Janine Frost called Bound by Flames. Is that number two? No, that's number three. <gasps> you finished number three? I did finish number three. So Bound by Flames is the third book in the Night Prince series by Janine Frost, which is a spin-off series of her Cat and Bone series. But the Night Prince series is a paranormal romance and or you know, slash urban fantasy, and it uh, the main character is Vlad Tepesh, who, if you don't know, is the character that Dracula is based based off of. And so, in her world, vampires are real, and, you know, Dracula is a real person, except he's annoyed by the Dracula stories, because, you know, they're not true, but, you know, they're sort of based on him, like, and they, those stories annoy him. But he's he's a real person, and... In the first book, he... You he's know, very likable. He is very likable, even though likeable. he's, you know, kind of ruthless. But he meets a human woman, and they fall in love, and, you know, this is the third book, so, like, they've had their ups and downs, and people are always trying to kill him and, you know, her to get to him. And so... Is this the last book in the series? No, there's one more. Okay, good. There's one more. This is the third book, and it's it was it's really fun, and they're, they have such an interesting relationship, and... Someone's trying to kill them, and, you know, we got... It's just really fun. If you haven't read Cat and Bones, it's a super fun series, and the spin-off books are all really fun, too. Yeah. So I just finished that uh, yesterday, I think, and, yeah, that was really good, and I haven't really been reading much else, so... Yeah, it's been kind of busy this week. It's been busy, yeah. Yeah, it's been busy. So, uh, what are you, what are you watching? Um, I just watched today Going Clear, the HBO documentary on Scientology. Yes, I saw that too. What did you think? Um, It was very good. It was well done, well researched. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of very disturbing things Mm -hmm. about Scientology. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go too much into it. Right. Um, You should watch it. You should watch it. Or you could, you know, look into Scientology. Yeah. Watch that South Park. But, but don't go for a stress test. No, no, no. <laughs> don't. <laughs> look it up on the internet. Yeah, just look it up on the internet. <laughs> don't talk to anybody there. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really, really good. And I saw, um, so because I was today, it was today at my friend's house. Yes. I watched that. Um, so that was really very informative. And then I also watched the first episode of The Jinx. Which I really want to watch. Yeah, which was very, very captivating. It's about the life of Robert Durst. Okay. And... I, I know a little bit about the story, but not a lot. So they originally made a movie on him with Ryan Gosling and Kirsten, um, Dunst. Oh, okay. Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. And that was a, a few years ago. I don't know if you saw it. It's called All Good, Th- All Good Things. All Good... 
all good things. I've heard of it, actually. Yes. Yeah, so I've never watched it. I didn't realize it was based on anything. So Bob Durst's whole story is that people miraculously, like, for some reason, disappear yeah. around him. Around so him. So his first wife, <clears throat> who was very loved and beautiful, and they had this whirlwind romance, and she disappeared. Right. And her body was never found, and... Did they suspect him at the yeah, time? Yeah, yeah, they did. And then another... But nothing time, happened. Nothing happened, and yeah. the case is kind of cold, and then there's this... Other, I mean, there's just there's just a lot. I'm not going to go into it. Right. Because, but over the years, more than one person has mysteriously disappeared. Yeah. So he is obviously a person, an interesting person, mm-hmm. a person of interest, and they kind of go into this history of him and then they start a whole interview process with him right. so he because he like voluntarily wanted to be interviewed after he saw this movie about him and his first wife um he contacted the director okay and and said hey i, I want you to interview me and and that's how this the jinx kind of came about right so it, i mean some people have told me it reminds them a little bit sort of just of uh, the Serial Podcast in that way? It totally does. Yeah. It totally does. <clears throat> um, and if you haven't listened to Serial... It's awesome. It's awesome. Please come out from your rock and... Well, I finally just <laughs> go listened to it like cereal. a couple months ago, so... Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I think it's like slowly... It, there was, you know, a big Serial kind of, yeah. you know, craziness, and, and now that the craziness is over, people are still getting into it, you should you should definitely you should, yeah. listen to Serial, um, which is a podcast, but... Mm-hmm. Um, the Jinx is really, really good. It's really, it's interesting then. It's completely captivating. Okay. So I'm going to watch the rest of that. We're planning a trip to go over to my friend's house. We yeah. don't have HBO. No, we don't have HBO. We yeah. almost have HBO. We had to watch Going Clear and The Jinx at other people's places. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. So we're going to go to our friend's house and watch uh, The Jinx. So There's only, you said six episodes. I think there are six episodes, but they're 45 minutes each. So basically, Twee and I are going to go to our friend's house and bring pizza. Yes. And- and watch their and television watch for four hours. hours. Television, which isn't that bad. It's not that bad. We could get a lot of knitting done in that time. Yes. Think about that. Yeah. True. So that's what I've been watching. Okay. Cool. Uh, I They're mean, both kind of downers. They're both I know. kind of intense. I, mean, I need to go watch an office or something. So, I mean, I saw Going Clear too, and I thought it was really interesting. But I've also been really enjoying a new show called iZombie. Oh, I saw yeah. promos for that. That's yeah. on the CW network, which I don't usually watch. But um, I love the CW. I know you do. I do. I, I've been looking forward to this for a while because they've been talking it up since Comic Con of last year, but they weren't able to show the pilot for various reasons. I think they did some recasting, and so I never got to see it there. But it finally started airing. I think only a couple weeks ago, and it's basically about this young woman who's in med school uh, studying to become a heart surgeon. And she goes to a party on a boat, which she doesn't normally do. She's pretty studious, but I think her friends, you know, at the hospital convince her to go. Mm-hmm. And she goes, and something happens. Of course. A zombie outbreak somehow. She still doesn't know how. It's like my nightmare. Right. On the boat, and then she, you know, she remembers it just kind of going crazy, but then when she wakes up, she's, like, on the beach in a body bag, and she's like, whoa. Yeah. She, and she's a zombie. She's you know, alive, but not really alive, and she figures out pretty quickly that she needs to eat brains, mm-hmm. or else she becomes sort of, like, a mindless, like, what we think of more as a zombie, you know? Right, like so she's, like, fully functioning and right. thought, thinking zombie right. right now. But she needs to keep eating, like, yeah. sort of regularly, not, like, a ton, but she has right. to kind of regularly eat brains, and she figures out a way to do that is to start working at the morgue. Oh, that's a good one. Right. So she's, yeah. So she's able to steal like little pieces of brains of the people she's <laughs> working on. But you know, to her friends and family, it's like suddenly she's gone into this depression because she like quits, you know, med school. Yeah, yeah. And she becomes really pale, and <laughs> you know, and she's acting really weird. She breaks up with her fiance. So you like it? It's actually really good. It's really cute. Yeah. I mean, it's good. I mean, I like zombie stuff, so it has you that like mythology stuff. in there. And she starts. She realizes that when she starts to eat the people's brains, that she kind of transfers some of their memories or some of their attributes to herself. I think it's only temporary. Mm-hmm. And she ends up helping this detective solve a murder because the person she autopsied had been murdered. Oh, right. And then that sort of gives her, I think, hope that she might be has a purpose in life. She's like, well, maybe I can use this crazy zombie thing yeah. to actually help people. And at the same time, she's trying to figure out exactly what happened to her. Is the detective cute? Um, he's not too bad, but you will like this. Uh-oh. The guy who 
turns her into a zombie who yeah. comes back yeah. is Sark from Alias. <gasps> yes. No. I don't remember his real name right now, but it's totally him. It's Sark? Yeah. He's a zombie, too. Oh, so, now I have to start watching the show. Yes, there's only like I love him. There's only two episodes right now. There might be three by this week, but I was so excited when I said when he popped up on Vampire Diaries a few years ago. He was um, Uncle John. Okay, I don't watch Vampire oh Diaries. Oh my gosh, it was like that's Sark. Oh no, I'm totally watching this now. Yes. <laughs> I love Sark. I mean, I know you don't like zombies, but it's not overly zombie gory. Yeah, it's I like it. I, I you know often don't like new shows, but it's not trying too hard and. I mean, it's 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 fun it's entertaining. and it's entertaining, yeah. and um, it's actually based on a comic book, which I've never read. Though. Oh, great! Yeah, awesome. So I've been watching that, and I did watch a few episodes of Fresh Off the Boat. Ooh, interesting. Yes, which is about an Asian American family yeah. in Florida. You guys have probably seen the promos; it's all over the place. Um, I've read an article <clears> about <throat> it actually about him, the creator, Eddie Wang. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, do you like the show? Have they? I mean, it's okay. Like you know. You and I are both Asian. I mean, you're really Italian, but somewhere down there you're... Somewhere I'm Asian. Yeah, somewhere you're Asian. So, I mean, I think both of us can appreciate the fact that there's a show featuring an Asian-American family. Yes. And, and there hasn't been one since Margaret chose, Cho's show. Which was when I was like a teenager. Ago. Yeah. Exactly. So I appreciate that, and I, I do find parts of it funny. Mm-hmm. Like, parts of it I can definitely sort of relate to. Mm-hmm. But... I think also because it's a comedy, I think parts of it are a little over the top. Yeah. You know, to make a point, they have to kind of go past, past the, point, the point. To go but, back to the point. Right. And I think that's sort of in kind of, you find that in comedy in general, which is, I think, why I don't watch a ton of comedy. Right, right. So, I don't think... Do you feel it, like it's like, it's sort of, in any way, kind of, maybe, I don't know, do you feel like it's... Not offensive, but it's not maybe offensive. is it kind of like bordering on? I mean, are they going to address any real issues, or are they? I think so. I mean, and he—he's definitely making fun of, you know, himself and his family at certain points. But I think it's also other stuffs going on, and it's only sort of—I've only seen like three or four episodes. Mm-hmm. So, and it's supposed to be comedy too. So yeah. you, I don't think you get too. It's not going to get too deep. Too deep, but uh, I don't know. It's not. Too, it's it's not bad. I don't love it, but I. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. No, that's great. So, I hope it does well. It has a lot of hip-hop in it, too. Does it? Yeah, he's, uh, as a young kid, Eddie Huang, I guess, was a huge, huge hip-hop fan. Oh, he cool. still is, so there's so much music. Well, and I think he was really involved, like, really involved mm-hmm. in the show and stuff, so I think that's, yeah. you know, at least it'll hopefully so stay it's like true this to little, his vision. Like, I don't know, like, 10-year-old or 13-year-old, and he's super into Biggie, and, like, he's wearing, like, Run DMC shirts and, like, Tupac shirts. Like, he's really into hip-hop. It's kind of funny. That's cute. So, yep. That's good. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. Now I have two new shows to check out. Yeah. Thanks, Sweet. <laughs> good. And I think that's it. And I think that's it. Yay! Yay! Thanks so, for sticking with us for episode 14. Yay, episode 14. I can't believe we made it this far. <laughs> Double digits, baby. Dude, that was crazy. Yeah. And don't forget, we're still giving away a copy of Knockout Knits. Go to our uh, Ravelry group page, become a member, and you can win this awesome book. Yeah, so next week we'll talk about the winner for the awesome book. We're going to have a review. Yes, we got some fun item. stuff yes. uh, for review. We're going to review that. And we'll have more updated. And everyone, cross your fingers that I've finished my baby blanket. Cross fingers. Cross everything. Cross your fingers, cross your hands, cross your feet, everything. Okay. Will do. Thank you. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Have a great couple weeks. Bye. You can find all the show notes at twistedstitchespodcast.blogspot.com. You can find me, Twee, on Ravelry and Instagram as fishgoal182 and Kimberly on Ravelry as Kimberly Buggy. You can also find our Ravelry group as Twisted Stitches.